Welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. This is episode 172. Thanks for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Mm. Well, Listen to a podcast you have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're starting 2024 with Star Wars impressions? Something like that. Something okay. like that. I don't know. I- th- I- don't think this is our first 2024 episode. No, I'm not sure. probably not. I, I have no idea anymore. I don't know what day it is. It's going so fast and we've got lots on. And yeah, anyway, important thing. You've downloaded a podcast. We're here to entertain, inform, uh, maybe educate and share funny stories. Yeah. I think that's... For the 15 Mondays that exist in January. Yes. <laughs> Get are you we, through it. Are we not in February yet? No. No, we're not. Because this month is excessively long. Oh, man. There like are a- five Five Mondays in January. No one needs that. It's been five weeks since you looked at me. <laughs> Anyways, right? Yes, Today, right. we're going to talk, we're going to quick life updates, right? Yes. We did a bit of that last time. We are so alive. This is be very quick. We are alive. <laughs> we're alive. We, we, existing. we existing. Actually, things aren't that bad, right? They're not. Generally. It's just a cold month. It's cold. We're attempting to be relatively healthy. Oh, God, it's so boring. And I hate being healthy. <laughs> well, actually, what we're attempting to do is not snack and not drink for most of the week. What else is there in life? I you know. tell me. I think the thing is, because it's cold and you're sat there. You want to do all the snacking and all the drinking. Yeah, this is the thing, Actually, right? I'd just be happy with one of those at the moment. <laughs> but I can't have either, so... I'm really miserable. Well, you know, when, when we get to the weekends, we are, of course, indulging a little bit, but we're trying to yeah. be relatively good because we've got a social Ew. event next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. I'm looking forward it's, to it. It's going to be great. Super excited for the social. And by then, I will absolutely be a skinny legend, of, of course. Of course. Because of the no snacking and the no drinking. D- definitely. You'll certainly be keen to have a drink or seven at yeah. that point and probably a snack or 12. But we're looking forward to that. That's coming up. We've been sort of, work's been really busy. And we've been organising this event and we've been starting to gear up for the black and white thing. Yeah. Black and white ball that we're hosting with uh, the Wonderlust Swingers, lovely Kate and Daryl. Uh, I think there are still a limited number of club-only tickets left. Yeah. Not many. So if you do want to come along, check out the links in the show notes. There's show notes? Show notes, yes. Uh, <laughs> once again, wife, there are show notes that I have written and pulled together. Do you remember I was musing not that long ago? And I said, if there was some untimely demise of your good self, yeah. then I would continue to release the podcast in your honour. And you <laughs> laughed for probably about 20 minutes. I did. I at think- the mere mention of me even attempting to navigate complicated editing systems. I think you'd just bring in other people to do it, frankly. Nah. Yeah, I think I you would, would. I would smash it. I'm sure you would smash the equipment <laughs> up. So Terrib- don't worry, if you do depart this mortal coil, but- I will continue your good work. This- bodes really, really well. I know. Yeah. Okay. Rest, rest easy <laughs> in the afterlife. So, all right. So what else have we been up to? Well, we had some really fantastic, lovely visitors. Down. Yes. Yes, it was fab. And we had, had a, great a really weekend. nice uh, fun time, really sexy time. We're not going to go into that because it's a bit humble braggy and I don't want to keep doing you these. You love humble bragging. I, well, no. I, on the podcast, I try and relate a good story and a moral to it. And sometimes there's a humble brag. Sometimes there's a, you know, just a story for the sake of sharing something that's sexy. But I think if we do that too often, then people will just be like, oh, they just, you know, it's going right for them all the time. It's boring. Oh, my God. How sad. I know. Well, here's a humble brag for you. The moral of the story is to constantly keep your heating on when you're having the sexy times. Yeah, that helps quite a lot. (laughs) That that definitely does help. That is good life advice right there. Yeah. So we had some wonderful visitors. That was really cool. Got to know them a bit better. It was great. It was really cool. Lovely time. But that's not what we're talking about today. Oh, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about a multitude of things because we sat down and and tried to come up with some content. Oh, we couldn't think of anything. And our brains were a bit (laughs) dead. Because, you know, it's January, work is busy, yada, 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 life, 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 life. So what we did is we jumped onto Twitter, or X as it's now known, yeah, and did a bit of a live thing for 20 minutes. 
and asked everyone else what we should talk about. Yes, if you don't like it, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, for those uh, 10, 20 people or whatever that submitted. No, we had, well, we had nearly 90 people. Did we? Joined in. Nearly, uh, well, we not joined in, but tuned listened. in. Listened. Tuned in. Went, came in and immediately left. They were like, yeah. fuck that. We're not giving them questions or content to cover. But some people did. And for that, we salute you. Thank yes, you. Thank you very much. So what I will say is that some of the things that have been raised are things that we're going to be looking at for longer term stuff. Some of it is just simple questions that we can mm -hmm. dig into and explore, which is what we're going to do today. Yeah. And we also talked about some of the stuff that we've got coming up that's already in the pipeline that we can't release just yet because it's not done. Yay. Yay. So the good news is for you, gentle listener, there are a plethora of things or at least four questions that I want to cover today, right? At least four. At least four questions that I thought were worth digging into. All right. Know. Well, we're fine. Let's get into it. What have you got? So the first one, and apologies to people that send these in. I've written the notes down, but I haven't written their names down. So if you did submit something, uh, thank you. You're awesome. You, you've done a great job. Although, can we give like a little shout out to um, our powerful thruple? Our powerful thruple. Who I renamed the feral thruple. Oh, the feral thruple. <laughs> well, this means nothing to anybody. No, that wasn't I know, on but I think, I think it's a great name for a pub. So one of the thruple jumped on to yes. the, uh, one, onto the chat that we were having yes. and we're making some good suggestions. So uh, I've been in chat with that particular person to see if we can get them oh, on the show at a certain point. excellent. Yeah, so we'll... So we can introduce the Feral Thrupple well, at maybe. some point. We'll, we'll see how that goes. That we're, they're, they're circling back to the rest of the camp to find mm, out whether they would be the interested. Space? But also whether it's possible to control five of us in a room at once. So, uh, and I don't have the microphone. Anyone can just do it, yet. you can. Well, you know, excuses, excuses, excuses. So the first question that yes, was submitted yes. to us, uh, are there any red lines that we've got or that friends have got uh, that you cannot cross. Oh. Or, uh, hard lines, red lines, I don't know I which one's like. like uh, lines flags. in the sand that you cannot so cross. Absolute boundaries of, nope, not doing that. Yeah. It, we have? Well, I or... guess, I, I mean, we can't really speak on behalf of other people particularly, no. but um, for us. But does but come into does it. does come into it, I suppose, <laughs> to, to a certain extent. I yeah. think that's a pink line. A pink line? A pink line. You can't have shades of red. I can have shades of red. What, is this a line that you'll like tentatively step over a little bit, but then go, oh no, sorry. I'll tell you for why. But it's okay. <laughs> I will tell you for why. So one of the things that we have as a general rule is that we don't tend to do um, anal sex with other people. No. And I say tend to because there has been an occasion where that's happened. Oh, it's DP. But, okay. Can't do DP without going at the bum. Well, that's the thing, right? So. Oh. Well, all right. Yes, fine. But. Oh God, there's <laughs> the but again. <laughs> Yes, okay. So we have done it yeah. once because, yes, we did DP. So I think there is an element of flex to But that. I think what I mean by that, and it's mainly my pink, red, amber line, whatever you want brown to call line. it. Brown line. Oh, no, never a brown line. You've done it all wrong. Um, is because for me, it feels like a step too far in terms of intimacy for you to do that with other people. Okay. And I don't think you'd like me to do it with other people. Uh, for that matter. No, I think I think I would be a little bit annoyed exactly. over the fact that you're... Well, no, the reason I would be annoyed <laughs> I know is because be annoyed. you don't really do that with me, particularly. Right, that's what I was... I'm, I'm in total agreement. But <laughs> you're the one that doesn't want to do that. No, so, no, I don't want you to do it with people either. I know, so you don't want me to do it to you. I don't want someone else to give you what I won't give you. <laughs> Not so oh, I, I love, I love the whole me. theory of, of, of like the lifestyle and that many people well, will be like... Oh, and stuff that you can't do with your partner, you could do with this other person. <laughs> and no, no, that's not the case. Well, okay. Let, I mean, we can unpick that a little bit because <laughs> psychologically there is some justifiable reason as to why that exists in my mind as a hard line, pink line, amber line, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because you're right. We don't do it with the frequency that you would like, clearly. Well, I know that for various reasons, but we don't. Yeah. And so I think if I was to say all right, off you go and do that with other people. Yeah. It would it would bring up feelings of, um, not jealousy, no, no, no. It would bring up feelings of inadequacy in my mind because I would know that I'm letting you do something that I've not been able to give you. And that would make me feel uncomfortable and it would make me feel unhappy and it would make me feel like you absolutely are looking for something from somebody else in a different dynamic of relationship. Because it doesn't exist in our relationship to the extent you would like. So you've, therefore, yeah. using that logic, are no longer <laughs> able to play with women. Uh, what? <laughs> no, 
No, I'm saying it would what make me feel is, uncomfortable. What you're saying is that because you are, una- so in your words, unable to provide me with that experience for whatever reason, or unwilling, shall we say. Mm, not unwilling. Well, I cannot provide you right. with a vagina. <laughs> you can, you frequently give me one. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I, but as, as a person, I can't do that, mm. right? Because I don't have one. Right. So therefore, because I can't do that, then you can't, can't play with them. But that's because it's a physical impossibility for you to give me that. Yes. As opposed to, I, it just doesn't happen as frequently and that's within my control rather than that okay. being out of your control. I think you're talking around this one. I, I'm not. I really do. I, I just know it would make me uncomfortable because I'd probably feel deep down some level of resentment that I'm like, oh, I probably, I should, I should be doing that more frequently so that he doesn't feel he wants to get it from someone else. Well, it's not about whether you, it's whether you want to do it or not. And that's mm. the, that's the interesting conversation. If you want to do it, great. If you don't want to do it, then is that a different conversation altogether? What about if someone wants to do butt stuff on me, then? Uh, uh, I don't, it just doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> this is fascinating. Well, it's, I don't know why. But, I don't know either. I mean, you don't necessarily always need a reason for why something doesn't feel right, but it doesn't sit right with me. Okay. I know it would sit right with you. <laughs> but, you know, if I'm being completely honest, it probably wouldn't sit comfortably in my frame of reference of, yeah, sure, go for it. Because I'd probably feel a bit inadequate or something would not make me feel right. This is so interesting because ordinarily <laughs> you're the one that is always very, very confident. I am confident. Very, well, it's not about confidence. Well, to a certain extent about your feeling of inadequacy, right? Mm. That, that is linked to, I think, to a level of confidence, perhaps. But confidence would imply that it's something exterior or external that I can control, okay. as opposed to a feeling of inadequacy or an emotion that is propelling that negative mindset. Okay. Are there any other red lines? Um, Not to be confused with red lions. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Oh, goodness me. Um, it's not a red line, but it's certainly a trigger for me. I don't like seeing you inflict some level of pain on someone. Like okay. Choking, for okay. example. It's not a red line in that if you really, really, really want to do it with someone and they really want you to do it, I'm not, I'm not going to say absolutely not, but what I probably won't do is expose myself to that and watch it. Okay. Because I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. So that, and for me, certainly, if someone wants to do that with me, it's a hard no. Yeah. Absolutely not. So that'd be, yes, my very firm line, which I would not want to cross. Okay. Well, I, I mean, as it happens, I don't particularly like inflicting pain on people. It's not, <laughs> not really my cup of tea or indeed coffee. I think the other thing that, that we kind of, explored a little bit in terms of a red line and we've we keep sort of flitting around it a bit I suppose is around um separate chats and having different oh, yeah. chats with people mm-hmm. and I think this is this has become a little bit lightened I think mm-hmm. particularly since we've been much more open about sort of making out with people and yeah. that sort of stuff so I think there are a number of small chats creeping in with people there are some maybe. I don't think I don't think many. well compared to where we were a year ago oh, yeah maybe there's there's a lot more because there's more than none. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I think right. typically we've said that there's a hard line on that. But one of the things mm. that we've kind of, we've eased it up on a bit on that. Mm. And I think we just tell each other when we're having those communications. Yeah, I think as long as we we know about them, even if it's just a just a, a verbal affirmation, oh, this this is this. Yeah. Um, And as always, I'd be kind of, you could, you could see them if you want. There's, yeah. There's enough. So I don't think I'd be having any conversations that I'd, didn't want you to see but sometimes these chats start quite innocuously in fact some of your my private chats people have started because of your birthday for example (laughs) (laughs) or where I've been arranging something as a surprise for you yeah and it's kind of developed from there and sometimes it's just because maybe you just have a common interest with someone that you want to just not clog up your main chat with well I think and and some some of those things like you say start fairly innocently yeah I don't think they always stay to that level of innocence because obviously the chats carry on and carry on. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I am not like, say any of mine are particularly indecent though. I well, I don't think it's a level of indecency, oh. but I think there's a level of it continuing. Got yeah. Rather than, so I, and it, part of this is linked for me back to that sort of conversation around being a little bit more mature about how we mm. handle those things. Sure. I think if one of us was getting a ton of messages, we'd probably be get like, hey, this is what's happening. This is, 
Right. We're getting loads of messages mm-hmm. rather than one of us just freaking out over it. <laughs> yeah. But so it's, it's again, it's, a re- it's something that started out as very much a red line. Oh, it did. That yeah. has toned down a little bit, a little bit more pink now, maybe even a, a purple, not a blurple yet. <laughs> I guess if there's trust there, then these things can be, can be explored safely. Yeah. Definitely. Don't worry, ladies, even the that I'm in all those chats with, you're, you're fine for the next couple of weeks. It's all right. <laughs> she doesn't know a thing. Oh my God. How many have you got? <laughs> Uh, just, just the 20 just, or so. Just, yeah, just 20 or, or 30 or so. It's not nothing terrible. Oh, I'm guessing they're not all about Transformers and stuff. They all are. I'm sure. Yes. Right. Okay. This is how absolutely. you transform. You have separate chats with ladies about Transformers. I absolutely do. Of course. Definitely of- do. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question, let's move away from this one, is um, moving from socials in a pub to uh, more intimate for the next date. So you've kind of gone on, gone on social and you've caught up with each other in a pub and you met each other and you've got on okay. Mm-hmm. What, how do you get it from that date to the next date being a little bit more like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Fox. <laughs> well, I'm going to make some levels of assumption here that you may already have some kind of communication between you. Therefore, like, you may make an ass out of you and me. I may well do that. So if you don't have one, then that would be my first logical step yep. to maybe open up a communication channel between the how many there are of you. If it's like two, three, four, I don't know. I think there's a taking off like it, so if yeah, you assuming you've met off. on Swing Hub, Fab, whatever. Yeah. Kinda let's let's WhatsApp this baby. And yeah, have everyone a likes WhatsApp, right? <laughs> yeah. WhatsApp is is my favourite. Purely chat. for the memes and gifts yeah, alone. Yeah, right? And the fact okay. that you make stickers of myself. That's <laughs> very helpful in any chat situation. And my unlimited number of animated gifs of myself yeah, of course. but I, I think it, it helps in that there's a chat group where you can all see what's going on and you can also sort of just be a bit more open whereas I find some of the uh, sites and whatever their, their chat facilities are a bit clunky oh, and yeah. it, it feels like you send a message you're waiting for a return whereas WhatsApp and the like feel a lot more like Telegram is also okay if, mm. you, if that's your jam but I think moving it to that space but also just being honest the Hey, we we felt like we really had a connection. It'd be great to have something of a sexy meet if that's something that interests you. How about we set a date up? You could do, um, and I, I think that would naturally follow a pattern if a sort of new communication channel that you develop between you does step it up a notch in terms of flirty talks and yeah. things. Which is so that's quite a good um, kind of barometer, I think, for testing the waters with how you're all feeling. Yep. Um, and it's a safe place sometimes to exchange, you know, if you want to exchange pictures of each other or, you know, talk about scenarios that you'd like to maybe try out in theory. And then and then you could sort of take it to a, why don't we make this happen and see if we can move this to a play date scenario. Yeah. On the actual night, I think, you know, we've recommended the game of lifestyle cards a number of times. They're a great tool. Mm, good for, for new people who yeah. quite don't know how to move things along. In particular, I mean, you've got the the question cards where it's much more about conversations. They're really, they're a really good tool for setting the the tone, mm-hmm. but actually the action cards, uh, particularly the lower level ones, I think are really good for just getting things moving and getting them in the right direction. And often we found that once you've gone beyond like a couple of flames or whatever levels mm-hmm. they are, then you don't really need them. And li- life just takes a hold and it, off you go. And yeah. you're in, the, in that space. Just don't escalate to your five-star ones. <laughs> yeah, I think jumping into the five-star... Five-hard chilli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rim six guys in a exactly. row and fist a couple of ladies. There you go, off you go. You've got 30 seconds to do it now. But <laughs> I don't think that's one of the cards. But that is one of the ones that, you know, that sort of thing where you can jump in too much in that and mm. that feels like a really artificial escalation. Of course, it is all an artificial escalation. I know for some people, they don't like that. Other games are available. And some people just like to go, right, let's go to the bedroom and crack on. But I think if in, in particular, if you're new and you're or you're building a new connection, these things are useful tools to have in your swing bag that can that can help. I think also at that time when you, you do suggest a sexy date, it's a good opportunity to talk about some of your likes, your dislikes um, when you've been tested last, because that's really important uh, to make sure that everyone understands what the rules are around your safety precautions, mm-hmm. condoms, whatever. I think this is a good opportunity to kind of get that out there. Because if they come back and say, yeah, that would be great. Let's arrange a sexy date. Or what? Let's just chat about what we're into. Off you go. Mm. And then just chuck something out there and see how people respond. I think it's a good means of thrashing some of that stuff out in advance. Otherwise, you kind of get into the situation when you're having some sexy times of having to have these full conversations and figure out what you need to do. Yeah. Plus, they can be really sexy conversations. Yeah, they can Talk be. Talk about what you like. Exactly. Like, 
So I think, um, and also moving from social in a pub to a more uh, intimate thing for your next date, I think the whole thing for me is just communication, just mm. kind of exploring some of what you're after and, and just being honest and open. Yeah. I think, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, I, mean, I know some people, for example, will book a hotel nearby and just arrange a normal date and they'll say, oh, if you want to hook up afterwards, we've got this, you know, mm-hmm. hotel. But if you just want to catch up with us socially, that's cool too. Yeah. And that can take the pressure off. It can. And it can feel really difficult sometimes to want to move it to your own house or wherever you live. Yeah. Because that can feel a little bit too, um, too, too much like shitting on your own doorstep. But, you know. <laughs> and sometimes you may not want to, to open up that level of uh, intimacy so rapidly. Yeah, or, or you might be really comfortable with that. I think also there's something... Or in go to a club together. Well, You're yeah. feeling really brave. That's Because at least it's purpose built for things like that. Yeah, and if you don't get on, there's always the rest yeah. of the club to, to kind of interact with. One thing I will say is that it's really important to give people the heads up that a sexy date might be on the cards mm. because people like to prepare. <laughs> yes, they do. This is very true. People like preparation. You know, preparation, I was prevent, say, piss, we, poor, blah, 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 planning, preparation. I was going to say, yeah, would that make you preparation H? It could do. Prepar- yeah. Mr. Preparation H. <laughs> so another question that we had was, what's been our absolute favourite meat? Bacon. And we agreed bacon. Bacon. Was a strong Bacon favorite. is a strong contender. Yeah. Um, and I went with pastrami, I think. I quite like a chorizo, though. Like a good chorizo. Um, however, in terms of lifestyle meats, <laughs> I think there's a couple of things. And we said this on the, on the live stream. So if you heard this, uh, you're hearing it again. Sorry, but you know, such is life. I, I think you can separate this out into dates in mm-hmm. terms of activities, like the, the pre-sexy time stuff. Yeah. What, what has been the most wonderful adventure you've been on? Right. And what has been the sexiest, naughtiest sort of experience that you've had? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So for me, I've got a couple that I want to, you know, a couple that I reflect on. Have you? Yeah. In terms of, certainly in terms of the adventure, the pre part. Okay. okay. So for me, I think there's, there's two, two that really come to mind. One is with, uh, we went to Winchester on, on a date and uh-huh. we, did, we, we went and did um, Incognito, which is like a lovely little cocktail bar. We went for a bite to eat. We went on a train. We, went, we came back in a cab. It was, <laughs> it was one of those sort of all these different things and little activities and it just flowed like magic, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was one that, that always strikes me as one yeah. of my most favourites. And it, I think it was just because we went to some of our favourite places with some of our favourite people. And, but we also were able to wander around Winchester, the town itself, and just do a bit of exploration. But we also got to freak out the general public by making out in front of them. And all this different stuff happened and the atmosphere was really electric because of the combination of the people we were with, but also the stuff that we were doing. Mm, I so agree. I think that's it's that a one. Great day. The other one is one that we, we designed and picked up ourselves, which is when we went to the Harry Potter um, cocktail making experience. Oh. And yeah. followed up. I wonder by, what my memory's like now because <laughs> I had drunk so much. <laughs> well, I mean, we did as as a date. Uh, we knew the people. That, as an experience, it's fabulous. It was fabulous. We got to make cocktails. We got to wear capes and have wands and all this sort of stuff. And then afterwards, we got to go to a retro arcade bar and do drinks that were based or do shots or whatever that were based around things like Pokemon, Street Fighter, and all that sort of stuff. So as an experience, and for that couple, mm. it felt like an absolute perfect marriage of of exciting things to do. And like activity based as well, which is fun. Mm. Um, and also just kind of, it was aligned to what they like, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. In terms of sexy meats, I, I, I wouldn't want to narrow anyone down or put anyone out of. Yeah, this is well, why I found it really hard to answer it on the, <clears throat> the call we were doing last night. Because I, I actually really struggle to, to elevate any particular date um, in ranking because yeah. they're all most, you know, we're all great in some way. <laughs> Otherwise, why would I go back and do more? Yeah. But also, I don't want to do an injustice to the, the other people ones. I can't yeah. elevate to number one for a variety of reasons because that just wouldn't seem fair. I, I agree. From a sexy time perspective, I'm particularly reticent to, to mm. sort of go, ah, I, I think there's been some group meets that we've had that have been really good and worked really well. Yeah, yeah, I think I like the New Year's Eve that we had here was, was, was really fantastic. There was the group that we had in um, the boudoir and also the one in VA mm-hmm. for Halloween were, were all 
like a, a, an assembly of some of our favourite people. Not all of them, of course, in one room, but it was like a really good mixture of people. Getting your Star Trek orgy. And Star Trek orgy. Again, <laughs> great, great exactly. experience. So there's, there's too many. There for me are to lots. Give it a ranking list. But I, I think in terms of the dates, lots of them are, are wonderful, wonderful experiences, and I wouldn't want yeah. to knock any of them. But the two I mentioned, I, I want to bring to the front because of the way that they were suited to the people that we were with, yeah, and because they all just flowed really well without any hitches, and everything was like a really good, fun lineup of stuff. Agreed. I think so. Any dates standing out for you? <laughs> Not the sexy ones necessarily. But you can. Uh, sure. I really like my birth date. That's a great date. Your birth date. Okay. <laughs> right. You can't be like that, are you? Just bouncing it. Um, no. I I mean, yes, I have memories in my mind that I can reflect on when, when I want to feel really happy. Yeah. You know, because it reminds me of all the what why we do what we do and when it's great, it's great. Um, so probably for that reason, my happiest recollections are times when we do something like an escape room yeah. or karaoke. Yeah. Um, those have both been like standout date experiences for me because they <clears throat> have brought together a kind of collective of real good fun. Yeah. And it's not, and there's been like an undercurrent of uh, te- sexual tension to some of them because you're all kind of, you know, it's going to be fun later on, yeah. but you're doing fun, fun stuff first, which is kind of heightens the experience. But if that fun is really good early on. And even if you it, don't do something, it's still fun. I, yeah, but I think if if there's the opportunity for sexy times later yeah. and that fun is like in full swing huh, earlier <laughs> on in the day. Well, it's the palpable, evening, isn't yeah, it? And it's, you, you, you an carries on and, and, yeah. It, it, yeah, and it can set the tone of your your very vanilla setting for your date, if you will, because you know that later you've got something a bit more exciting in mind. And yeah. that, that can be really fun as well. Um, I think we've been axe throwing for, you know, a date and that was really fun as well. So all these little things have sprung to mind as like things I like to look back on and feel happiness when I think about them. Yeah. It will be really good. I'd like to feel happiness about them too. Shush you. <laughs> An escape room is a good idea though, to anyone wondering what we can do as a, a potential date with, I, with a couple. I disagree. Why? I disagree. What's wrong with an escape room? I, I think if, if you're an established group, an um, escape room is very useful. But if you don't know each other. But if you don't know each other and you find out they're a bunch of cunts. Oh my God. <laughs> then you could just. Then you're locked in there with them. <laughs> you can't get out. You've got to solve a fucking puzzle with these a- absolute <laughs> assholes that you're stuck in here with. I reckon it would still be a good laugh. No, you'd hate <laughs> it. Can you imagine, right? I'm not going to name any names, right? right? But you're stuck in a room with, with a couple that you absolutely cannot stand. Okay. Right? And yes. you can't get out until you've solved the puzzle. Um. How are you gonna? How are you gonna deal with that? You don't even like talking to people that you don't like. Um, okay, I'll just like bash it all down. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's that's what I thought. So the final question that we've got. Yeah. So has there ever been an occasion when a lifestyle relationship has gone wrong? Yes. <laughs> yes. Next question, please. Yes. We are the aliens from Galaxy Quest. I, I think. I think you're incredibly lucky if you can navigate this for a number of years and not encounter something where something's gone sour because that's life. That's you know, part and parcel of, you know, human beings not always seeing eye to eye on things. I think one of the things that I've, I've really come to notice is that actually these are relationships. You can, yeah. you can call them whatever you want, but they are relationships at the end of the day that you, they may not be your, uh, you know, add on partners or additional partner, whatever, but mm. you, you have relationships with these people. And like anything, relationships take work. And like anything else, relationships can go awry and they can go wrong. And People can have differences of opinions and what you thought was a great connection ends up being not a great connection. And as you get to know people better, sometimes that goes wrong too. And, you know, sometimes you really have to work, work with it and work for it. You know, just like the relationship you have with, with your partner, I often feel like, you know, the reason that we work so well is that we both put a lot of work in. I mean, certainly not Mrs. H from an anal front, but a lot of work in to you make don't our- do anal from a front. What are you talking about? No wonder we don't do it. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong all this time. Um, but, you know, you have to put all this effort in and you have yeah. to uh, work at it. And and I think, that we, like I said, that one of the reasons that we work is because we put all the effort in to, to, to make our own partnership work. And this comes down to sometimes, um, you know, being in touch with people, supporting them but also, you know, actually seeing them. Mm. And I, I, I struggle a bit with this particular aspect. I know you do. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I often, and I've, I've talked about this recently as well, it's that 
I, I struggle if people aren't putting the effort in for our relationship. And by that, I don't, I, ex- I don't expect someone to be like, hey, what are you doing every two and a half minutes? Mm. But I don't want to be the only person that's chasing in a relationship and constantly asking to catch up. What would you say if the other relationship ease <laughs> yeah. said that you too much into it and they couldn't match your vigour uh, and enthusiasm for that level of engagement? I think there, there has to be... Does that mean they're not right for you? Or do you accept that maybe you, you, you possibly need more of that because that's just the nature of you? Because I, I don't need that level of engagement as much as you do. No, that I doesn't know. mean that you're wrong, you're wrong or anything. It just no. means we're not quite balanced on that. I think often it's not necessarily even the actual seeing of people. Mm. It's the checking in and yeah. the, um, the, the acknowledgement that you that you want to be seen or that they want to see you. And I, I don't expect people to be able to drop everything. I know people have lives. Mm-hmm. I know they have kids, they have pets, they have jobs, they have stuff going on, they have commitments, they have work, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But like with any friendship, you kind of have to check in and you kind of have to support each other to a certain extent. I think I particularly place a lot of value on it because I feel like I am constantly the one that is chasing. Not in every relationship, but in, in a few. Yeah, so... I guess that's why I'm asking you, do you think that, that, do you require that level of balance then for your relationship to be what you would deem to be a successful one? And is that what would make it sour for you if you didn't get that? I think a relationship can sour for me with with some of that. I wouldn't say it's the, the death toll for a relationship necessarily, but I think it can be a contributing factor for me. I place a lot of emphasis on that sort of level of loyalty and friendship and support. And if you're the only, if it's a a one, if it feels like a one way street, Mm. then actually I'm like, well, how how good a friend are they? And, you know, I, I, I know that we've got people that are the other end of the planet that have seen us more than friends that, Mm -hmm. you know, that aren't that far away. (laughs) And, And it's tricky when that, when you see that level of demonstration and it's hard sometimes for me in particular not, not to read into it. It's like, well, if we can see them and they are, you know, thousands of miles away, more times than we've seen you and you're like, you know, two hours away, then are, are we really friends? Are, and if they don't want to catch up and they don't suggest that, and then you see, particularly if you see them off seeing other people, and, I, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of what that is, but it's, I find it hard not to take it personally ah, sometimes. So. There is a, there's an envy to it. There's a jealousy angle to it. Um, but I think that that does influence how I feel about some people. I can't, I can't control or help that. Oh, I know. I know. But also I think, you know, from, from a relationship perspective, these things can sour for any number of reasons. And Mm. sometimes it's just you, as you get to know people, you find out they're just not that what you thought they were, isn't what they really are. Mm, And they're not incompatible. Yeah. There's an incompatibility. I think there's a play style thing that can that can also hamper if someone's play style is significantly different to yours. That can really change your your relationship. Mm. So I think you know there's been and and also actually you know your relationships with other people can really impact this sort of stuff. And and like any relationship, we're all human. We all fuck up, and it's how you deal with those things. Mm. So you know we've definitely had you know not a plethora but a number of relationships that have soured or that have run their course or that have changed or and and you kind of some some of them some people will um that's like speaking in riddles i suppose a bit with this but i don't want to name names or any of this but sometimes relationships fade in and out and you know people feel like your besties one minute and then Mm. then they disappear for a bit and then they're your besties again later on some people just disappear completely i mean there's people that we've interviewed on this podcast that we just haven't spoken to for years and years and years and sometimes with good reason and sometimes they get out of the lifestyle and sometimes they they just disappear and ghost you mm, so it's you know in terms of answering the question have we had relationships that have you know lifestyle relationships that have gone wrong a hundred percent we have but that's not always a bad thing no, I, you, you know, know sometimes these relationships you know whilst they're incompatible can also be toxic and you don't need them in your lives yeah, because I'm, ultimately your relationship needs to be put first. And if there's any threat at all to that as a result of another relationship being not right, then of course it's time to kick that to the curb and not continue it. Yeah. It's, I mean, we've been in situations where I think you, you felt that 
that I was developing too many feelings for someone. We've been, we've been in that situation <laughs> and, and that's harmed things. It, yes, albeit it can, it does sometimes only temporarily yeah. sour things. And then, you know, you talk about it and because I, I don't, I don't want to knee jerk and completely shit can something because I'm, I'm kind of dealing with a, um, a knee jerk reaction or emotion. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It could, it could be longer term. The, the irony was is that I, <laughs> I wasn't aware of these feelings that I, I was apparently developing. Uh, but it's, it, it is tricky because, you know, cer- certainly if your partner feels like something isn't quite mm. right, then it is only sensible that you withdraw and figure what out, yeah. you know, what's going on and sort that out. You don't have to completely withdraw from the relationship, but I think it's important that you put your part, your actual partner mm. first in these situations and kind of deal with that. But it, it, it honestly, there's been so many little hiccups and we've, we've spent days and days and days talking about, you know, sending people a message that asks what's up, you know, and I, I, I take all of these things very, very personally and very, very seriously. And, you know, and, and even if it's my fault and I just don't realize that it's my fault that something's gone wrong, I, I still take the, the fact that someone is no longer friends with us or is no longer in mm. touch with us incredibly personally. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, you know, You're I, emotional I, little sausage, aren't you? I am an emotional little sausage. <laughs> and, you know, I still... I still think about friendships that I've lost 40 years ago, you oh, know, God. when I was in primary school and, and lament it because that's just who I am. I hate to, to upset people and I hate to get it wrong. And, and, you know, inevitably I will get it wrong. And when, when that does happen, I'll, I'll stew on it. I'll fall on my sword. I, I will, it'll literally wipe me out for days. Mm, consumes it, you, doesn't it? It, it does. And, and I hate to think that I've let people down in any way as well. So, you know, it's, it's like that. I'm one of those people that if, if my manager at work says, oh, can we have a conversation? You immediately think you've done something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. I am immediately like, what, what, did they, <laughs> what was it I've done? And not, like, I've never done anything wrong. It's, it's so rare that that's happened from a work <laughs> perspective in the last however many years. But uh, I still have that moment where my heart sinks and I feel like, oh my God, I've done something awful. Oh my but, God. But when I, guilty conscience. It, I, I do have a guilty conscience. But when there is something in a relationship that has gone wrong yeah. and I've contributed to that in any way, I feel absolutely full of remorse and full of upset and I want to write it. And I, the difficulty is, of course, that these aren't, you know, that it's not your partner. It's not like you can no. chat it through and build on that. These are just people sometimes you see once a year, twice a year, whatever, sometimes more if you're lucky. And building that, back up if you want to maintain it mm. is incredibly difficult and takes a lot of time and a lot of patience. So it's, it's, it's a whole tricky area, but I think, you know, I, I overthink in this area so much and I over worry about it all. And I just, uh, I have a touch of my mother about me. I think she wanted everyone to get along, <laughs> which, which absolutely stands right in my head. Yeah. But at the same time, I recognize that some people are just assholes. Some people are just a bunch of dicks and I shouldn't have them in my life. But when they're not in my life, I still lament the fact that they aren't. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I remember like my mother would like let the cat and the dog and a budgery guard out in the living room together <laughs> because she felt like everyone should be, you know, this harmonious <laughs> and, and good mates and get along. And that they all like they'd all sit on top of each other and ride and sing songs from. But they didn't. Like, and, no, they didn't. They didn't ever do that. They chased after each other and tried to kill each other. And was she surprised? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, she was. And I'm not surprised at, the, at this. But I still have that intrinsic core of wanting people to get along. And, you know, part of why I, my drive for doing the podcast, for doing the Discord community, the events and stuff is to bring people together and make this a good community and show how utterly amazing it can be. Yeah. So what happens when you get your toxic little biscuits appearing and all that? Then? Drives me mad. It drives you mad. I, it, yeah. Because I, for two things, one, I'm like upset that they, they are hurting mm. the community yeah. and I want to protect the community. Mm. But also, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> You're so Jedi. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I don't want to, to hurt people, but there's definitely been situations where we've, we've had to shut relationships down. And we've had to do that as well from the perspective of events, you know, and, and the community itself. If someone is acting like a prick mm. and is upsetting everybody or is, is saying or doing harmful things, then we have to remove them. And you, they're... Uh, not massive occasions where you make a cull, but sometimes you do have to cull people out of out of the group because of their behaviour and because it is so toxic. Mm. And and when it comes to community, 
not your friends so much, but when it comes to the community, you, you can't risk other people. I won't risk other people. Mm. So if, you know, we've had problems with people that have come to our events, they, they get banned and they yeah. can't come that, to that and they can't come back to this stuff. And that's because if, if they were to do that thing again or if they were to upset people again, then it's our fault that we haven't removed them. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I was wow. a very, I've monologued for like 45 minutes here or something. It's going to grief. <laughs> I might breathe in a minute. <gasps> is everyone still my friend? Is everyone okay in the room? I mean, thanks, Mr. H, for your soliloquy. Okay. It was beautifully heartfelt. Thank you. I, I, I I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, and pipe I'll, down for a bit. <laughs> all right, answer the question then. Go on. What, oh, I get to answer the question too. Yeah. How, how long do I get? Just, just 10 seconds, right? Have you not finished yet? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I know all this about you because obviously it's, you know, we've spent a long time together and it's one of the things I really truly value about you is, is your empathetic and compassionate and, you know, highly emotionally intelligent awareness of yourself and other people, which I, which I love. It's, I'm also incredibly humble. I thought you were going to be quiet for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I know all those things. And of course, that's one of your many shining qualities. But, you know, the flip side of that is, like you say, it can be incredibly exhausting to manage your own emotional bandwidth when it comes to feeling those feelings of validation are required in a relationship for you to be happy. And I don't have the same need, I think, for that much validation. I have it, of course, because I want to be liked. I want, you know, everyone likes to have a relationship that is going well because you're both equally giving and receiving, you know, friendship and all those values that we align with what we consider a good relationship to be. But I also don't need the same level of feeding, I suppose, drip feeding, kind of all that stuff that you, you need. So, yeah, it's quite an interesting one. So circling back to that, I think this kind of relates to the fact that I am the one that kind of goes out there and looks and chats to all the people. So I'm the one that sort of like introduces ourselves. I'm the one that tends to wink at accounts if that's a thing on an account or drop them a message or whatever mm -hmm. and, and control all of that piece. And you don't. You don't actually seek stuff in that way. No, you're right. I don't. Not because I can't be asked. Well, although well, that may be what you genuinely think. Well, I think there's, there's, there's two sides to that coin. I think one is that you, you can't be asked because it involves effort. <laughs> two, I think you're very used to people coming to you. You're like the bare necessities, they'll come to you. And I think in your, in your sort of pre-Mr. H life, I think when you're out on the town or whatever, you would just do your thing and pe people would come up to you and, and want to be with you, right? And I think you still have an element of this to you now. Not so much. I think you, but I do think you are a bit of the, they'll, they'll come to me. If they want to like fuck me, they'll come to me. Oh my God. There is, but there is something in that. And I, I think you are, you, you don't have the sort of, um, I guess the rejection that I've experienced before in my, my life and the, the, the sort of having to try so hard. I think you just kind of have always been a little bit of a rock up and people will, will come to you. Do you know what, right? People listening now will be, I'm going to make sure I get to a situation where I'm going to reject Mrs. H so she knows how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> you wait, there'll be a long line of rejections now. Do you know it's Just so I can feel it. It's funny because it's, it's not often that you are rejected, right? Okay. I don't think you've really experienced it much in your life. Right. I, and and I, I can say this because actually I, I, can, I can recall a time when I said no to having <gasps> sex with you, right? I remember. And it's almost like I've got the date in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and not just, we're not just talking about like roadhead or something. And I'm sure uh, people are, are like... Very familiar fact, with your roadhead, yeah. The roadhead situation. But also like, what? Two things he's, he said no to in his entire lifetime? What the fuck, Mr. H? <laughs> However, there was a moment where I just wasn't feeling sexy. And it's okay for me to say no. But you... Like the way you took that was, was actually quite frightening. You were like, what, what? And, and, and it turned into this big deal. And I was like, well, hang on a second. I'm, I'm able to say no, or not. I'm not feeling it. Like, like, like three times in, in oh, like God. an entire lifetime of, of being it's with you. Three really. times too many. Three times too many, probably. And Why everyone, do you reject and, me so? And I'm sure people will write in and complain about the fact that I've done that. However, <laughs> I am perfectly within my rights to say no to you and indeed anyone else. No, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> but I remember how shocked and pissed off you were about that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like if I asked you and you're like, no, nah, I'm tired, we're not doing sex sometimes. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. 
I get it. I get that you might not be in the right space. But I'm like, fucking hell, if I say no, <laughs> you get absolutely livid. And I, I'm like, you're so not used to that. I see. I think it, it it's just, and it comes along to this whole friendship thing and expecting people in a way to come to you. Mm. Rejection is hard, right? It is hard. No Rejection is, no, no one likes being rejected, mm. which is, you know, part of why I work so hard and probably why I annoy so many people because I'm like, hey, you want to catch up? Want to catch up? I'd love to catch up. I'd love to catch up. It's See, so you're setting yourself up for failure already. Yes, but I like catching up with people. I know. And if I didn't do it, you're not going to fucking do it. That's so- not true. I do arrange things sometimes. All right. Yeah. Okay. Go on. I can I can feel your your little cogs wearing away going, fuck, I'm going to test you. Go on then. One. You can arrange a date. I did with say some, a date. Some, yeah, you can arrange a date. That's your challenge again. I don't want to arrange a date. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Do I? Yes, you do. See? Stop trying to gaslight me. <laughs> I don't want to arrange a date. Yeah, I'm happy with a date A date got. with two people that we've not met before. That is your challenge. Okay. Uh, well, handy. There's a social coming. <laughs> the end well, you, of the you better meet people and organise. We're going to meet people. We're going to be there. <laughs> That's your challenge. And you not, want me not... to arrange a date with two people we've never met before? Yeah, and people that you're interested. Hang on, you in. can't keep adding to it. Yeah, they they can't just be two random people that are just rocked up that you have no interest in at all. Hey, That's this is cheating. Jess and Bob. Hey, Jess and Bob. <laughs> Do you want to come out on a date? Exactly. And they'll be like, Hey, so. Um, uh, what's going to happen? Are we all going to get together le- like <laughs> next week for some play? And you're like, no, I don't fancy them. No, Ooh. that's not what you're doing. So you've got to be interested in them or at least a little bit interested in them. And you've got to be interested in them too, right? Yeah. How am I going to know? Well, how do I know if you're interested in someone? I don't. That's the honest answer. <laughs> I never know. I never know up to the point at which you, you're playing with them. And I'm like, what? well, how did that go on? But this is your challenge, wife. This is what you've got to sort out. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. And no cheating with people sending in like, hey, we'd like to meet up with you. That doesn't count. If they've messaged us on the back of this podcast, uh-huh. totally doesn't count. Why? Because it doesn't. Because that's cheating. You shut your whole mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jeez. Fine, I'll do it. Somehow. Good. Maybe. All right. Do you need the passwords for the accounts again? <laughs> <gasps> oh, I'm not using any of that. You're just going to do it on the no, social? I'm going to do it. In person. I'm going to go around the social. I work better that way. I'm going to go around the social and meet everyone. So you can't do it with anyone on the social. <laughs> no, I've met them. No, I've met them. Oh, wait. No, uh, hang on. Why would it be people we've never met before? What if it can be people we've spoken to before, but not met in person? Um, that That's m- acceptable. Maybe. Don't be a dick. That's acceptable. <laughs> Stop making it harder than it needs to be. All right. Well, maybe. We'll see. Right. So Listeners vote. Do- Send us... Is, is it the okay? The criteria then is to not physically met them yet. Okay. But we have potentially or not spoken to them in passing on social media or verbally, but not physically met them. Yeah. Cool. All right, then. All right. It seems like a like you're finding a loophole here somewhere. <laughs> I know I know what you're doing. Do you? Yes, I do know <clears> what you're doing. What am I doing? Uh, you're reeling through your Rolodex of people that you met while we were at the um, the last event. No. Where we did the room crawl. Well, I can't remember that. You, yes, you do. No. Yes, you do. They mm-hmm. don't count. That's not fair. Why so that's what you're doing then? It's not what... No. <laughs> like I'm going to remember that. Yes, you are. You've got it no, written down in a diary somewhere. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> you do have a banging diary this year, though. I do. Oh my god, the diary is amazing. Look how your tone changed. Then that was funny, wasn't it? Oh, I have. All, I have bought myself a fantastic diary because the diary is a very important part of this adventure. But I am the diary queen. Not you the dairy the- queen. The diary queen. <laughs> You're gonna stay away from dairy. And I like to write things down. I just really, really all like your thoughts. To, no, I like to write things down in pen in a in a little calendar because I like to see what's happening. I don't like Google calendars. I'm going to go in your diary and write random you things. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck right off! If you're <laughs> in my diary, I will end you. I'm going to write on like certain dates, and I'm going to get the dates wrong. I'm going to put like the wrong date for your birthday and put my birthday. I will stab you in the thorax <laughs> if you do that. Don't you go near my diary? Don't you even. In fact, you even think about it. You even dream about it. You better wake up and apologise. You're not going near it. Just leave it alone. No, absolutely not. Right, now that I've wound you up so far, <laughs> look how angry you look. Livid now. <laughs> You're livid. me up a bit though. I was really cold. <laughs> anyway, I want to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone that joined us on the live session. Some of you may be, uh, you know, potential dates for the future. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Absolutely never know. And uh, I haven't met you yet. 
Are you singing Buble? Yeah, because it fits. All He's right. gone back into hibernation, but I'm just going to wheel him out just for this one. Okay, there we go. That, that's something that we've um, learned right now. So yes, thank you very much if you submitted a question. Uh, apologies if we've not included your name, but we'll try and put those on the show notes if I can find them in time. Get this one out as soon as we can. You can have a good old listen, see what you think. Mm-hmm. And if you've got any builds on any of our answers, then send them to us. and Send them to Mrs. H. She'll reply. Yeah, and if you want to have a date, just get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't meet you face to face until the date. This feels <laughs> like you're just loopholing the whole uh, fucking shebang. This is terrible. Right. My lawyer's on it. <laughs> Do your thing. Thank you for hopping into our bed. Smuggo. Yeah. You've got a joke, haven't you? I have got a joke. You've been waiting to use this joke all episode. A very s- dear person sent it to me. Hang on. Was it Secret Vixen? I'm not telling you who it was. If, I bet it was Secret Vixen. What if it was? I I'm just guessed it was. Maybe. Yeah. We, we chat. I know. It doesn't always include you. <laughs> it doesn't. No. Sometimes we chat about you. I don't Sometimes blame you. We just chat about cool things like animals. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoons, mostly. Maybe. Yeah. However, this joke indeed has been contributed by the wonderful Secret Vixen. Okay. So I, this, is, this is for her. Do you want to hear a joke? Yeah, go on then. All right, it's very quick. So you've got to stay with me on this one. All right. All right, okay. You ready? Did you see the woman on the news with 12 nipples? No. Sounds made up, doesn't it? That was great. And the delivery was flawless. You are welcome. Boom. Are you sure the delivery was flawless? Yes. Doesn't it? Yeah. I think. You're playing the wrong emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllables. <laughs> What's always about syllables now? <laughs> <laughs>